welcome to Spreading the Good Stuff, a podcast for regional women who want to thrive in their work, wellness, family and community. We share stories of triumph, challenge, growth and change in business and in life and offer helpful insights and advice to empower you to live your best life, however that looks for you. Welcome back to Spreading the Good Stuff, episode 18. I'm Christy O'Brien. I'm Leonie Cannon. And I'm Katrina Myers. Katrina's coming to us today from the beach, so she's over the phone today. So um, welcome, Katrina. Hopefully there's not too much noise of waves and whatever happening in the background. <laughs> to make you all jealous. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> But this week um, is back to school week for most of us, so it's really nice to sort of get back into a bit of a routine and um, the kids are all keen to get back and even if they're not keen, I'm keen to get them back. (laughs) I've just dropped my three off this morning and there's a big smile on my face. (laughs) It's been lovely having them all home. It's been so beautiful, but um, yeah, I think everybody's ready for a new year and and a bit of routine Uh, and you've still got another few days left with yours, haven't you, Katrina? Yeah, so we get the heat week because we're in that western division of New South Wales, so we always get an extra week after everybody else, which, yeah, can be a bit testing, but I actually quite like it because, you know, we get the chance to get down to the beach and no one else around, so that's yeah, quite good. But nice um, and quiet. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to getting back into routine as well and, uh, yeah, getting them all up. And I had three in school this year, which oh, is wow. very exciting. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. It is amazing, yes. So in today's conversation, our first chat together for the year, we're just going to recap on um, Leonie's interview with Erin, which um, aired a couple of weeks ago. And um, we've had some incredible feedback, lots of listeners, and um, we might just start on that, Lee. So you've got, and you've got something exciting to, to talk about in, in regards to that? Yeah, so perhaps before we do, um, I guess, reflect on that, that interview with Erin and the conversation and all the goodness that she shared with us. I I, uh, just wanted to mention that Erin is actually going to be coming back down from the Sunshine Coast to the Echuca area. I know a lot of our listeners aren't based in Echuca, but quite, quite a number are. Um, So she's coming back down in March on the weekend of the 23rd and the 24th of March to run uh, one of her beautiful workshops which she runs up on the sunny coast but she's going to come down and do one here so it's a a well-being and life success immersion Uh, so the weekend of the 23rd 24th of March um, it'll be uh, I guess touching on a lot of the stuff that she talked about in the interview so a lot of that blending brain science and, and body science and behavioral science to achieve sustained and elevated well-being and to maximise focus and productivity and impact in 2019, which is all of the, the <clears throat> wonderful information that we did discuss in the uh, the previous episode. So that, that workshop will also be combined with delicious grazing and wine, organic tea, raw treats, yoga, Vedic meditation, mindfulness meditation, and all of it set in a, a beautiful clarity-generating space here on the, the Murray River at Echuca alongside wow. other aspiring and supportive women. Sounds so amazing. It is Put going to be in. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be really, really special. And I know that um, the women up on the sunny coast that do that workshop absolutely love it. So I'm so excited that she's bringing it down here for us and, and for those of our listeners who are nearby and who um, are able to come along. So it'll be that weekend. Erin's going to be offering a... Um, 
I guess, a, a special offer for our podcast listeners. So what we're going to be doing is if you join up to our Spreading the Good Stuff private closed page group on, on Facebook, Facebook yep. our closed group, um, if you join up to that, she'll be offering a, a special subscriber-only offer in that group. So to anyone who is in that group, um, you'll be able to, to take that on. So two days before tickets go live to the public, um, there'll be uh, that subscriber-only offer that will be available in our Facebook closed group. So if you're able to to jump on and join that, then you'll be able to find out all the information first about that workshop. And we'll make sure we put this the information in the show notes and it'll also be on our Instagram page as well. So just keep an eye out there just yep. in case you're um, yeah not sure where to find it. And to find that closed group on Facebook, they just search it. Yep, it's attached to our page. Yep, yep. Facebook page. Awesome. Yeah, so cool. um, just keep a lookout for that and we'll, we'll put some notifications up on our, our Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. page as well about the, the workshop um, when more of the details Can't are wait. released. Yeah, it'd be lovely to get even some of our listeners together as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, for some of the listeners who who tuned into that conversation just to sort of meet them in person. It would be fabulous. Yep, yep for sure. So that's the plan there. But just in terms of that um, previous episode, I guess I'm, I'm really curious. We would love your feedback um, to those of you who have been listening. And I know there's many of you just on, on what you thought of it, uh, whether you've been trying out any of those strategies that Erin uh, discussed at length and yeah how, how you found them whether you've downloaded that life success grid which we spoke about I was working through it over the Christmas break and I've done lots more work on it since um yeah I'm I know for me I'm really enjoying it I've been putting into practice some of the other tips that she spoke about in terms of um the the pattern interrupters during the day so we, we were talking lots about being on autopilot mm. which I know we all do at times now yeah. that that I'm thinking about it and being aware of it you realize how much you are so I have been using the little post-it notes around the house during cool. different transition um, stages in my day. Um, yeah, just to interrupt that that autopilot pattern. Um, I've had them in my car, uh, and I've also been using the affirmations on my phone uh, and and in some of those post-it notes. So, um, like I discussed, not affirmations that are um, you know just a, a sentence or a statement, but my affirmations are all questions uh, which are really helping and really working for me really positive positively framed questions so that's awesome um yeah, I think they're some of the main things that I've been yeah working on over the last few weeks and really enjoy I've still got lots to do and as Erin and I both said during that conversation it's not something that you just sit down one day and, and do that bit of work and then it's done it's, yep. it's an everyday practice work in progress yeah yep um what about you Katrina I know that uh, you've been having a crack at some of it too oh I loved it I just got so much out of that episode it was I think it's probably one of the best podcasts or the best things that I've listened to on the new year's resolution stuff and how to like start the new year and I had so many sort of aha moments because awesome I think a lot of the different things I've tried over different times but um it was yeah, I guess um, the, the things that I had those really clarity moments around are those, like for me, every every new year, my big thing is wanting to start my own business. <laughs> I get really excited. So it's not so much a um, like a health stuff for me. It's more like, right, I'm going to do this, a yeah. new business. And then it sort of all fades off. And I just love that how she put the context around like um, you've really got to work on that. Well, why is yeah. that happening? And why do you never actually do it? And, and rather than just, you know, setting yourself up to fail again, really look, dig deeper and about why you want those things and how you've got to reset 
um, your neural pathways because you know you've, you've you've trained yourself to think this way. All things that have happened in your past make you think this way every year. So this, you've just got to go so much deeper mm-hmm. to actually get things to happen. And I love that, and I love the um, the talk, the conversation around the fulfillment grid because that was a really big moment of clarity for me too. Because it really is about that. You know, they often you often hear people say, especially for women, you can you can have it all, but not all at once. Yeah. Yes. And so that was really good for me too. Just in that. Um, you know, just sort of recognising, all right, well, you might not be achieving what you want personally in business, but all the other areas of your life are going pretty well at the moment. So, you know, just chill out about that, which is what Tim always tells me to do as well. So <laughs> that's been really powerful as well because it's like that stuff will happen. But right now, if, you, if you're getting like eight out of the ten things going pretty well, you're doing really well, you know, so just give yourself a break. So that's been really really good too and that's really about focusing on you know um on the positives and and that perception because i know for me often at the start of every year like you know you have this huge list even just a mental list of all the things you want to do and then you get a week in and then you just it's easy to feel kind of disheartened when you don't even have time to do any of the things or maybe just one and and her her conversation erin's conversation just really made me re re reevaluate that i suppose and um and sort of understand that there's there's another option as far as setting goals and you know being um having sustainable intentions really mm. yeah yeah and I, and I think it's just it's also really important that that's that it's yeah it really is that ongoing work just that you know she really highlighted again that there is no quick fix like there's gonna there's never that quick dart you'll drop yeah. 10 kilos and keep it off the rest of your life there's never that new exercise regime that you'll just go and bang out and then you look perfect forever and mental health is saying you can't just go and do something for a month and then you'll be right like it's all you know, it really is that you've got to go quite deep and you you've do. got to be really consistent and you've just got to – and that's where I really got – I was really ready for that from her as well because I think I've done a lot of that, the pre-work. And so all the stuff she said just made so much sense. And it was I, I highly – if you haven't listened to it yet, go and listen to it. It was really, really powerful and I'm really excited about her um, workshop and I'll definitely be getting along to that. Oh, and I'm also – also, um, another little uh, thing is the Nourished Kids. I, I've, I've downloaded that as well because one thing, Tim and I are really working on our healthy um, healthy eating. Like we're, we're, you know, generally we've been pretty good with our eating, but we're doing the low-carbs, healthy fat stuff with the, um, uh, the natural nutritionist. But I, one thing I really struggle with is then what do you get the kids to eat? So I think that will be really helpful too, that work from Erin on, on how to help your kids uh, have that really healthy way of eating as well so, so that was another the, downloadable that you grabbed from her web, yes web page. exactly yeah 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 yep. and that so, life success grid is um that we were talking about that's that's on her website as well so you can download that and and if you haven't already and, and have a go at it yourself but i think the thing i found really helpful um too in that conversation was and even though a lot of it probably went over my head and and in terms of the brain science stuff what I did pick up on that and what I did understand of what Erin spoke about the brain science was just so helpful in terms of taking the pressure off and knowing that, you know, when we do fall back, there's a reason for it. It's not because we're bad bad or we're We're failing. It's the way the brain works. And it's comforting, isn't it? I just, yeah, I find that so, so very helpful. Um, And I'm really eager to learn more about that. So, And it kind of allows us to be kinder to ourselves as well, you know, because it's easy to kind of just, yeah, get disheartened, you know, when you feel like you're not ticking enough boxes. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It was very empowering, really, wasn't it? Which is what we love. Yeah, so we'd just love to hear what other people thought of it and, um, 
yeah, if you did take anything away from it, if you are trying out some of the that that different strategy, the four C's that we spoke about, um, and how it's working for you. So, and 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 other things, other things that have worked for you. And I know that we'll probably talk some more about that. Um, I know Christy's got some other stuff that she's been working on this year. So maybe if you want to, yeah, sure. And I know for me, like the the biggest the one word that I kept, um, you know, hearing Erin talk about was recalibrate. I really love that. And rather than sort of um, goal setting and sort of New Year's resolutions, all those other sort of words that sometimes can overwhelm you, I, fe- I felt like recalibrating um, was a really nice way of, of, of approaching, I suppose, a new year and mm-hmm. things you want to achieve. And um, this year is the second year I'm doing a program called A Simple Year, which I came across um, through Slow Your Home podcast, funny enough. And um, Brooke- I wondered when that was going to get a mention. <laughs> Doesn't take long, does it? Um, so Brooke McCallery from Slow Your Home, she's involved in this uh, simple year. I think it's closed for the year. I, I could be wrong, but it's it's basically a 12-month program where each month um, you get the chance to recalibrate, I suppose, in, in an area of your life, whether it be um, – your you know mental health or physical health or you know decluttering which is something we'll chat about a little bit more in this episode and um and just doing things with intention and um so that's that's been something that kind of um listening to Erin's conversation and starting that program sort of made me approach that rather than looking at this whole program and going gosh it's so much how am I going to you know try and achieve Mm. all this it kind of just made me go okay let's just do one thing at a time and and another thing that really resonated with Erin's conversation was the, you know, um, all or nothing approach, as you mm. mentioned before, um, Katrina, with so many areas of our life. Like if we're not awesome at it or, you know, we, we don't want to do it or like if we're not going to achieve it 100%. And yeah. I can say that even to the kids, like our, our middle daughter, Finney, she loves to, to eat well and be healthy. And, and yesterday she just wanted to get a chocolate bar. She goes, this is going to be the last chocolate bar I have for the year and then tomorrow I'm going to be good for, for the rest of the year. And I said to her, it's it's great that you want to be healthy, but it's okay to have a chocolate yeah. bar. It's just, let's not have Enjoy them. Enjoy it when you yeah, have it. Yeah, let's not have it every day. So even, even for a 13-year-old, you know, um, girl, she's sort of thinking that she needs to be all or nothing. Mm, and I think that's yeah. our approach with so many things, whether it be sport or work or life or, you know, like what's wrong with just being okay at something and just yes. having fun. Like so many people I have conversations with around cricket is a good example. Like I play cricket and I'm involved with girls cricket. Sometimes I say, oh, they're not that good or, you know, did you win? And I'm like, well, it doesn't actually matter. No. The fact that we're doing it, but it is a real society problem, I think, and um might be, a, might be a bit of a hashtag for us for the year, reject all or nothing. Yeah, exactly. You know, whereas, you know, don't get me started on the whole, you know, problem with, you know, cricket in Australia, but I think it's that win at all cost, which was really damaging for, you know, mm. for, for that. And it's not just in cricket, it's in so many areas. And, and yes, we want to be successful, but what is success and what yeah. does it look like? And um, anyway, that's something that really, um, I yeah. suppose for me, rather than kind of set myself up for, for failure, I just want to sort of recalibrate as much as I can and it's about the perception of um, of what I'm wanting to do rather than just going, I need to do everything all at once. I'm just choosing one thing to, to not just do but to even change, like look at what I've done in the past, whether it be with my own, you know, physical health or mental health and, and what areas I can not improve on but just make change. Tweaks. Yeah, make tweaks. Yeah. So it's not kind of going it's all bad or mm-hmm. I need to change it all. Even the way we approach things with, with our kids, like our kids are changing all the time, like they're getting older and, you know, the, their needs change and, and you have to keep adjusting. You can't just go, right, there's one one way and one set of rules that you have to apply yeah. across mm-hmm. the board. So 
that's something I've really been working on. And, and again, it's just that intentional change and, um, and just, yeah, approaching each day and, and choosing mm. one area. The other thing I love that Erin spoke about too was the, that vision. Um, you might remember she, she spoke of a woman, one of her clients who, when she said, you know, what do you, what do you, what does health look like for yep. you and wellbeing? And that, that lady yeah. said, it's me in the kitchen with a ponytail mm. and in my gym gear and, you know, jumping around, drinking a green smoothie and just feeling amazing. And it's that visualizing mm. how you want it to look and feel. And yep. once you've got clear on that, it becomes so much easier than to fill in the gaps mm. and think about, well, is what I'm doing here moving me towards yep. how I want to look yep. and feel or how I want life to look and feel. I find that really And really you've talked about exercise. this. Yeah, exactly. And it's about each day kind of thinking about how do I want to feel, mm. not what I think What's things should look like. Yes. Yeah, because like even when you say, well, what, do, what as far as what do we want to look like, well, we all look different. No matter, even if we did the same program, the three of us, like exercise or health mm. or beauty, we'd all look different still. Oh, of course. You know, so there's this whole kind of one, people had this perception about one way of doing something. And I think that... Um, we need to just be really mindful of that. And society's totally. goals. That was a really a big one too. The, the other interesting point she made about that was like the woman who, you know, she had health as one of those things, but then as one of her like key goals, but then when you actually looked at her values, that wasn't one of her values. And mm -hmm. so you've got to make yeah. sure that your values line up with your goals because your just wife. because society is telling you that you should look a certain body shape, yeah. that's not actually a value to you. And you yeah, never that's, care. that's right. You're never going to be able to achieve that goal because you actually don't fundamentally care about it. So that was really important and, too, I thought. And so many of us do get hooked up on society's values. So, yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and, that what, comes... and, and that version of success rather than what our version of success is important. Yes, that's is, the key, about, isn't it? Yeah, that is yeah, the key exactly. right there. And it comes back to the why. Yeah. You know, I think that we don't often ask why enough, you know, and I think that's a really important thing to do. I know with our, I, I sat down with um, all our kids this time last year and we need to do it again. And we sat around the table and I just asked all the, you know, everyone in the family what was important to them. And they kind of reeled off all the cliche things. And I'm like, no, let's just, you know, let's talk about what's important to you. And, and you know, one of the kids is like my phone and, and my husband rolled his eyes. And I go, well, no, that's the honest truth answer. And yeah. But why is that important? Because it's his connection with his friends and it's his, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of like... Yeah, so I think it's really important to kind of listen to people's whys and, and not judge them. But drill <laughs> yeah. down into drill down the and, and why. say why and, and then but then at the same time he would say, you know, he loves being on the river with the family and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it's a really important thing to do and I think my kids kinda of thought I was crazy when we first did that, but we need to do it again because um mm. even for Troy and I we don't probably talk about our whys enough. You're like you're very and your react, values. React, values yeah. and your exactly. And so Cause often you just yeah. react to stuff as it as it comes in and mm -hmm. um it's important to do that because then you kind of can respond more appropriately to stuff when it happens. Mm -hmm. So um, anything else in regards to that conversation or New Year's, guys? What have you been doing since the New Year's started that's been successful? Let's just riff on that for a little bit. You, oh, you've talked about yeah. a lot of stuff you've done, Lee. What about you, Katrina? Oh, yeah, okay. Well, um, so, yeah, again, my sort of – we don't want to call them New Year's resolutions. No. I, every year, like I said, I always want to start something sort of new of my own. Like I know, and and sort of, I guess probably one of the things that I struggle with is um, just it, again just acknowledging all the things that I am actually doing. So I always have this sort of perception that I should be doing more. Yeah. Um, in terms of working. Really? Or, <laughs> How yeah, would you fit that in? <laughs> yeah. I, exactly. I know that if I just think I'm already doing so much, but I, a lot of it is. Like a lot of the stuff I do is community work and it's volunteer, and so I've, I've probably got those 
uh, those values, societal values around the expectation that I should be doing more actual work, paid work probably is one of, that's one of my things probably that I struggle with in my own mind, I guess. Yeah. Um, so this year I'm going to be working on, I've got to start a YouTube channel because yep. so, I really feel like I've got lots of good stuff to share about, um, I guess, you know, what we do on our farm and how awesome our community is and there is that, um, sometimes I think it gets a bit overdone, the, this country city divide, but there is definitely that, um, I feel like even amongst my friends, there's that yearning from people who live in cities to know more about what's happening in country areas and there is more and more of a disconnect, so just going to try and help to sort of fill that, I guess, and share with people what we're doing on our farm and all those kind of good things. So that's one thing that I'm really going to set my mind to and I really want to do it consistently because that's another problem of mine is that I'm not consistent. I think um, I think in terms of my personal life, you know, I really feel like I'm, I'm really proud of what I've achieved, my mental health, and exercise and all that kind of stuff. I'm really nailing all that, but my focus is going to be on the, um, the business and I guess the kind of, yeah, what I'm achieving in my sort of I guess you could call it work life yeah. that sounds great that's really yeah. brave I, that's mm. that scares the life out of me YouTube. <laughs> it's really scary to me as well but I was thinking about when you were having that discussion around um, you know we've got to be 100% all or nothing and it's like that whole perfectionism thing too I mean we get and that's a big problem of mine is you, but you've just got to start yeah like don't worry if it's not perfect and some people will hate it other people will love it but so that's the sort of talk that I'm having in my head at the moment is just getting over those fears and that negative voice that comes in and says, oh, well, someone will think it's awful or whatever. So just really working on those things for me and getting over that and having the idea that everything's got to be perfect before you start. It's just, just just do it. Yeah. Just get going and work it out as you go. So that's my big thing for this year is just start all that and get going. So stay tuned for watch, that the, Watch this space, literally. <laughs> yeah, watch this space. Yeah. And what about you, Lee? You're pretty set with um, a lot of the... Yeah, the bits and pieces, errands. Yeah, I think so. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm sort of entering into a new year on the back of really nice sort of school holidays with the kids, which included lots of works, lots of work in and around, lots of early mornings on the computer and and late nights, um, getting back into that old routine yep. while they were home during the day. But uh, yeah, had had plenty of plenty of work to do and lots of nice time and and lovely little weekends away and bits and pieces with the boys. Um, and I feel like you know during those holidays, routine changes a little bit. My ex the way my exercise looks changes. I don't get to the gym or anything like that. But yep. I'm really proud that I've been able to just let that go and just you know I, I replace that with other things. And yeah. It's been lots of yoga and it's been lots of bike riding with the kids and walking and running and. Um, paddleboarding and just look, it looked totally different over those mm. six weeks and once upon a time I think where I would have looked at that and and maybe got frustrated that I wasn't getting to, to my gym or doing what I needed to do these days I just am so much better at letting that go yeah it's just incredible so what good. an impact that has on your mental health mm. um, and now that they've all started back at school today feeling excited that I can return to, yeah. to some of that stuff so I think um, looking sort of back over the last six weeks it's just been lovely lots of book reading and you know just slow things jigsaw puzzles and um nice time spent as a family and, and with the dog and and so for me moving forward this year it's just I think yeah just again like you said Christy that chance to recalibrate and and reset and and for me I just want to make some slight adjustments this yep. year so I think through doing the following that kind of strategy that Erin has has got me on to that will really help me do that yep. just making slight adjustments and then little things that I want for the year so 
I just I want to really focus on earlier nights. Um, mm. I feel like I've yeah. been getting to bed too late. So just simple stuff, yeah. earlier nights, um, just getting out in nature daily, which I've been good at doing, you know, trusting myself and the signs, um, meditating every day, minimising screen time, that will be a big one, mm. and just being really intentional and conscious about speaking kindly to myself and to others. So it just I think for me it's a year of, Slight adjustments. That's yeah. my, my goal. Yeah, where it's a goal. Even as you say that, you just sound calm and serene. Like really <laughs> I know. I agree. I'm feeling instantly relaxed. I feel it, which is which great. Is, and I, I really like the idea of kind of um. And I'm I'm the with you, T. Lee. Like I felt like um we went away for a week on a houseboat here in Achikama, which was beautiful. And but like lots of little things that I was doing beforehand, little routines like my morning meditation, kind of didn't happen. And I got halfway through the week and I was feeling a bit frustrated. And then I realised that every morning we're waking up with the birds like on the river, just watching the sunrise over the river. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> Sometimes you can kind of have these rules about what things should look like, and, and that's such a good point. Ah, and, and then, then you yeah. miss what's in front. Totally. And then every night I didn't want to go to bed because we sat on top of the houseboat just watching the stars and the moon was coming up like a sunrise, like every night. It was amazing. So I kind of feel like I was happy to let go of all those, you know, yoga and meditation and stuff that I was doing a lot before I went on this, on the houseboat. But then once I got on there, I just, you know, got to sort of halfway through the week going, I'm not doing all these things I wanted to do. I thought Mm. I should have all this time to do all this stuff. But then that stuff got replaced with other kind of gems and, and they were a lot based around um, nature, yeah. which is something that I feel like we just miss um, so much and because we're too busy, you know, living our life to stop and appreciate yeah. things like sunsets. I know in, in Achikamaima here we've got a lot of people who notice those things and even yeah. the photos across Instagram and, and Facebook after a really amazing sunset is always really comforting to know that people are noticing that beautiful stuff, you know, and um, I agree. But throughout. Is that, is that work that you're doing prior to that that makes you, you know, in the moment enough to recognise Appreciate it, yeah. 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 And I think um, today we might just finish too, ladies, we're just talking about the things we love and um, – and I Before we do that, oh, though, yeah, go, I've Lee. got one other thing to throw in there. Sure. Thinking about trends and I know you girls, we had a brief conversation that – with our, our news feeds and, um, you know, stories in the media at the moment that we've been hearing and reading about everywhere is this um, Netflix documentary that people seem to have gone absolutely crazy over, which is Marie Kondo's um, Tidying Up documentary. Mm. I haven't seen it, I don't think. No, I haven't seen it either. It. I've heard about it, yeah. I haven't watched it, but I've read her, you know, read her books and we all know about, well, a lot of people know about Marie Kondo, don't we? Dear Kondo, minimalist living and, yeah. Only keeping everything you love and all that sort of is the, is the idea, isn't it? Yeah, yep. Yeah. So the the doco is based on her book, The Life Changing Magic of Tidying Up. So, yes. um, yep. so it's based on this KonMari method of, of tidying up. So it's all about decluttering and, and clearing out any clutter in your house and, and choosing joy. So when you're choosing, deciding what to, to throw out, have a look at it. And, and if it sparks joy, keep it. And if it doesn't, get rid of it. So it's just an interesting interesting one to touch on because it seems that everybody out there has been decluttering and it's you know start of a new year and people are thinking if i do this if i get rid of all the stuff then my life will change get rid of everything yeah my (laughs) life will change and then you know it's a bit perfect everything else will fall into place I, i just sort of wanted to touch on it i guess to flip that on its head and and remind people that no one thing that you do is going to change your life um 
and and even I guess on the negative side of this decluttering and what everybody is out there doing, some of the articles I've been reading is that it's creating havoc for all of the, yeah. the secondhand stores out there because they're just being treated as rubbish tips and dump, <clears throat> dumping yeah. places. Everybody's clearing out their junk and leaving it for somebody else to have to clean up. So. I mean, while the intention behind it is good, um, I just hope that people who are doing it are not just clearing out the junk but are probably thinking about why they're collecting so much stuff in the first place. And I hope that people aren't decluttering and then going out there and, and buying more stuff. I hope that people are able to do the, the work around, mm-hmm. you know, why we, we have stuff in the first yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. Um, Don't bring it in to start with. Yeah. And intentional, well, like, with really recycling too, you know what I mean? Dangerous. Even look at your neighbours and, you know, mm. see if you can rehome something rather than just dump it, you know. And um, I think doing it without being mindful, you know, at either end, you know, why you're getting rid of it and just getting rid of it without another thought. It's like recycling even in our yellow bins. Like just because you can put it in a yellow bin, like doesn't mean that it ends there, you know. Like the whole recycling now with, you know, China not taking our plastics and, you know, that sort of stuff. Like it's it's not that simple. We need to be more mindful and um, and, and if that means that we reassess what we do, buy in, you know in it the just ties place. in so well though doesn't it with, especially with Aaron's conversation and everything it's just that whole idea of, uh, and what you're saying Lee is don't just go and do this one thing and follow Marie's advice and get rid of all your stuff and think oh my life's gonna change it's it not, won't fix everything it's just a very yeah, yeah it's just, and, and the fact that everyone is you know all, all these places that are inundated with all this stuff just highlight that that's obviously what everyone's doing they're just following this advice and just going doing that but what we're saying is just please anyone who's you know any of our wonderful listeners just think about what's again your why behind that and your values behind that and if you're doing that even if it's not just a short-term thing and that ongoing stuff it's so important isn't it and, and it's part of a bigger picture, isn't it? Again, it speaks mm-hmm. to those sort of societal norms and standards mm-hmm. of of that quick fix mentality that we have, and like with diets and exercise, exercise, and, or yeah. you know, a pill to lose weight, or you know, everyone just wants it to happen now and happen tomorrow. And I just hope that through our conversations and the people that we're interviewing moving forward this year, that we can, I guess, help people to recognise and understand that that's. That's not what life's about. It's about it's those small, small changes, change. those slight mm-hmm. edge changes that we all make along the way mm-hmm. that make the big difference. Yeah, so good. And that kind of leads nicely into what I was going to talk about, what I'm loving at the moment, and that's this Simple Year um, program, which, you know, you don't have to be part of a Simple Year program. Like each month you can just turn over the calendar. Like I've got, I follow a, a mindful moon calendar as well, and, and each month <clears> when it's like a new moon, I'm like, hey, well, what am I going to – look at this month, you know, rather than go, I'm going to change everything on the first of every month. It's more just about areas where you need to, that you need to lean into each month. And, and I mean, you could do it every, every week really, but you know, I think that just having that there, um, for me is really helpful. I'm also loving my new breathe magazine, which came in the mail yesterday, which I love. And, um, it's just such a beautiful, reminder about you know um mindfulness and intentions and and all the things that you kind of forget when you kind of maybe get into a bit of a rut so that's what I'm loving what about you Lee? 
Um, two things. So the first is the podcast, which I'm sure we've mentioned before, the All Being Well oh, podcast. Yes. Did you hear about the swimmers, the um, yes. places we swim? Yeah, amazing. Interview. I, I love, love that. I've seen that book too. It's beautiful. Yes. So that's Kayla Robertson. So she's an Aussie, so it's an Australian podcast, All Being Well. And it's love just it. beautiful. And this year in season two, she's launching into, um, she's calling it the Wellbeing Project. Mm. So every month she's diving deep into different wellbeing um, topics which kind of include an interview with somebody and then follow up with some really like a practical, whether it might be a guided meditation or something in line with the person that she's interviewed, they then offer a free, um, you know, guided lesson. Um, So they're all wellbeing practitioners. Uh, It's really lovely. So it's, I've really been enjoying um, that podcast and, and this new direction that she's taking it this year. But the other um, one that I'm really enjoying is a new meditation app, and this was one recommended to me by Erin, my sister. So there's so many of them out there, and I like to chop and change and try different things. So this one is called One Giant Mind. It's a a free app, um, a free meditation app, and it's also by an Australian guy. I've forgotten his name now, but it starts off with a like a 12-step kind of meditation course almost. So for 12 days each day you do a 15-minute meditation, but there's like just some really great discussion um, kind of after it and some videos you can watch after it that really help explain, particularly for people I think it would be really great for those who are new to meditation because it helps understand that, you know, if your mind is wandering, then that's totally normal yeah. and why the, why the mind does wander and why it's a a really important part of meditation so for each day of those 12 days um for the first part of it it's got some really good explanation behind it which kind of motivates you to Mm. keep going with it and not be too hard on yourself and then once you've finished those first 12 days it kicks off into a 30-day program um, which is all free and it's yeah really really great so check that one out one giant mind um how about you katrina what are you loving well, I've got, I've got two actually as well and because one of the things that I did forget to talk about that I'm thinking about um, focusing on this year as well, which is, again, I think Christy talked about this, but it's always a constant for me is the parenting stuff. It's yep. always something I have to keep readjusting and relearning and I'm always looking for more help, <laughs> especially having oh, two yeah. boys and two girls. It's like, so it's, it's you know, the, the, the different sexes and how they respond to things and all that sort of stuff. So I love all that. So there's some... Um, I don't think I've talked about it before, but Maggie Dent, I'm not sure if you guys know yes. her work. She's got a book called Mothering Our Boys. Yep. And she also did a great interview on the Conversation Hour. And she's just brilliant. So it's all about um, sort of why boys are like they are and, and how yeah, how to mother them, really. Or oh, how cool. To them. I'll have to get and into it's that. so helpful. It's just so good as an insight into yeah, how boys think and how they need what they need and actually their, you know, how, how emotional they actually are and how to help them with all of that and how to help them deal with grief and all sorts of things. I'm loving that. It's Great. really good. Um, and the other thing I'm loving is, oh, that I'm going to start doing as well and that I would also highly recommend to people is Miracle Morning. Yep. Um, it's Hal, Hal Elrod, I think his name is. Um, so my aim is to start getting up at 5 o'clock. I usually get up at 6, but I want to get up at 5 because I just love that time in the morning before anyone else is up. And is, is that the and book, um, Katrina? Is that is that the book that you're following? Book. Yeah. Yeah, it's a book. Um, you can get a lot of the stuff online as well, but it's basically he, he has six steps yep. that he does in his routine. You can kind of you can tailor it to however you like, but the whole idea is basically you just get up an hour earlier than you normally would and then you go through a, 
um, you know, you do meditation and do some journaling, a bit of exercise, mm. visualisation, affirmations, and you sort of set yourself up for the day. Awesome. There's another one called the 5am club, which is the same idea, basically, that, you know, talks about how a lot of um, people who are achieving the things that they want to achieve, I guess you could say successful people, whatever that means for them, um, do this 5am start to the day. So... I'll be doing that as well. That sounds cool. I was reading yeah. a, reading a blog about this actually. I can't remember who it was um, earlier in the year about morning routines because I've just started doing my morning pages again, my mm-hmm. little journaling, which yep. has been great just as for clarity. But um, the, the the guy who wrote this blog about changing his routine, he used, he used to stay up all night playing video video games and uh, sleep all morning. Yeah. And um, this is before he had a family, I think. And then. He started changing his morning routine and he literally changed it by two minutes every day. Like, and he said it took him three months to sort of change, you know, to get back to 7.30 a.m. and then another month back to 6.30. And, and just it was really interesting to sort of read yeah. his approach because it is, it is hard just to snap your fingers and get up an hour earlier, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking. And what yeah. a routine, routine that works for one isn't necessarily going to work for the other. So it's about finding some routines for the it morning is. that work for yeah. you, isn't it? That's right. So I look, I look forward yeah. to um, yeah, hearing about great, that Katrina. next time we chat, Katrina, in, um, in probably maybe a month's time because um, in a fortnight we'll be coming – to um again with another interview conversation so um we'll be sharing that and um thank you everyone for joining us thank you ladies for um talking about your new year and here we are literally one day from february mm-hmm. and um we're feeling feeling awesome so thanks again ladies yes. enjoy your last couple of days at the beach katrina and uh, um, thank you and good luck to all of you guys with your little you know, um, things that you want to achieve for this year, working on your values and all that too. So, yeah, good luck. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be, be great. Sure to, be sure to share them with us. Jump into our, yes. our Facebook page, our closed group, uh, so we can, t- can continue the conversation in there. Yep, and on Instagram as well. Thanks, guys. Um, thanks for joining us for Spreading the Good Stuff. Bye for now. See you next time. See ya. You've been listening to Spreading the Good Stuff, the podcast. Remember, you can subscribe over at iTunes. We'd love you to leave us a rating. And you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the handle Spreading the Good Stuff. You can find all our show notes and previous episodes at our website, thesplendidword.com.au. Thanks for listening.